0: Because I can control the weather, they call me Storm. I time. Serena now. Frisa!
1: Welcome to this week in Nerd News, your one-stop shop for all of the pop culture you may have missed this week. Brought to you by the Black Nerd Province Broadcasting Network. I'm your host, Victoria Vertine. And I am your
0: host, Kel Snyder.
1: How much news was there this week, Mikel?
0: There was there was a lot of news. There was so much news that I wrote expletives beforehand before erasing that in our production scripts because there was so much news, Victoria. There was a lot. There was there was a lot. I don't I don't even know where to begin. It's just so much of it and like it's all concentrated in like different areas of news right like this isn't a like 1000 things across the spectrum it's like a thousand things in every single piece of media that exists it's yes it's so much
1: and so much good news which is great but also like a lot of times when we have big news weeks we'll kind of parse through and we'll be like but there's only really like four things that interest us not the case, folks. Not the case.
0: This entire week was just sort of like, you know, what we should do? We should stress out McKellen and Victoria and just make <laughs> them interested in everything that we are producing today. Um, and they succeeded. Yes. So, a uh, little bit of a departure from our usual format. So we're gonna we're gonna do some broad stroke speed rounds repeatedly because there's so much news. <laughs> Alright, all right. go for it. All right. Start all us right. off. Alright, so, we're gonna start with all of the animations, because that is alphabetical, and it starts with an A. And in the animation department, we're gonna start with anime, because that also starts with an A. And I made that bit up on the spot, if you can't tell. So... We got we got a couple key pieces of anime news at the top of the week. So Demon Slayer season 2 is going to drop sometime in 2021 and hopefully that means that we'll finally be getting the Demon Slayer Infinity Train movie. At a streaming service, or maybe they're still gonna put it in theaters. I don't know anymore. I can I can hope that it will end up on Funimation, but that's still very exciting. And uh, Demon Slayer is incredibly popular. We've been waiting for a season two since the movie announcement. I'm still waiting on the movie. It's it's in theaters in Australia, so that that's good for them. Good looking out, y'all. And additionally, uh, we also have a uh, premiere date for My Hero Academia Season 5, which comes out next month, March 27th, which will start with the joint training arc, one of my favorite arcs in the manga. Really excited to see how that gets adapted. And we're also seeing sneak peeks of Beastars Season 2 which is a very, very weird show, and it's, it's one of those shows that we can't really talk about in any more detail other than that it exists. Um. <clears throat> <laughs> so, moving on from anime-related news, uh, since we're talking about Infinity Trains, I think it's also very important to note that the audience and critical darling Infinity Train on HBO Max finally confirmed that a fourth season was in the works and was coming out soon, so we have finally answered the biggest question that's been on our minds for a very long time which was does hbo max like money and the answer is yes yes they do especially since that they also announced that they're reviving total drama island for two seasons and that they are releasing an animated aquaman series from james Wan. so all very excited there but we're still not done with cool animation news because Cartoon Network Rat- decided that they're gonna announce a bunch of stuff too. So we got a Gumball movie in development. We got a new season of Craig in the Creek, and a Craig in the Creek spinoff, Jessica's Big Little World. Like, oh my god, so cool, so great, and there's more. So. On a diverse media representation is important front, Nickelodeon's introducing Charles Littlebull, a Lakota character, into their 2019 series The Casa which is about a multi-generational Mexican family living in a big Midwestern city. Not much to say there other than representation's important, and it's weird that this is still one of the major talking points, but we are still thankful for this type of stuff on screen. And then finally... Amazon Prime decided to get their act together and actually market something for a change, and we got the latest trailer for Invincible, which is their animated adaptation of the very beloved Image comic. It looks incredible. The cast list is absolutely stacked, and you start at the top of the list with Steven Yeun and J.K. Simmons as Mark Grayson and Omni-Man respectively. The trailer looks incredible. It looks exactly like the comic. I'm so excited for next month. It's going to be great. And that that was just segment one, y'all. That was just animation. <laughs>
1: so many good things. Yeah, so many good things. Um, I'm excited for Demon Slayer because it makes you excited. <laughs> I know nothing of the demon slaying. At least not in this iteration, (laughs) but any time that it shows up on the pull list, I'm like, Mikel's going to be happy. So, I'm excited for it in that respect. I am mildly excited for My Hero Academia. I'm still not caught up, so I can't get too excited yet, because I need to watch me some anime. I am excited for the new Aquaman, just because the Aquaman that I grew up with was... White less than superheroish not maybe the greatest so i'm excited for a new one that can maybe be more inspiring and heroic although i do really hope that they still use the like little water rings to mean sound waves cuz that's necessary anytime that you're talking to dolphins right it's a role it has like, to you be and have oh that. yeah
0: it needs it like it's just law
1: how else it's would criminal. we know Um, uh, So, Craig of the Creek news. I, I love Craig of the Creek so much. I just watched it, like, yesterday. And I will continue to watch it, and I'm super excited for more Craig of the Creek, but also for Jessica's Big Little World. I don't know... I'm guessing that it will be slated for a slightly lower age range, which is cool because... The writing for Craig of the Creek is so intellectual in general that if they take that same kind of writing style, but give it for a slightly lower age rate, like, that's the kind of kid that I was. And so to have, like, very intelligent but age-appropriate cartoons that also have diversity and adventure is amazing, and I'm super excited for that. Also super excited for Charles Littlebull in kind of a similar way in that... He is a grad student in his 20s, so I think that already from the inception of this character, the representation is good. Like, we, we it's not like, oh, yes, also, this is our friend who is of the Lakota tribe. It's like, no, this is going to be a real, fully fleshed-out, backstory character who does stuff. And I'm super excited for that. Invincible. I know Keith is also very excited for this. I have not read the comic, which is a thing that I should do. So, my first takeaway, though, is that they should not have gotten J.K. Simmons to voice the character that looks exactly like J. Jonah Jameson. (laughs) I cannot, like, I was watching it and I was like, what? This isn't even the, it's, what is going on here? That's J. Jonah Jameson. But it's not. It's a different person. And it just, it makes my head hurt really badly, like, trying to get my brain now, to not think now, Spider-Man. to
0: be fair, to be fair, <laughs> J.K. Simmons always looks like J.K. Simmons no matter what role yeah. he does. Like, true. Like, Tenzin kind of looks like J.K. Simmons, right? Like, you could see J.K. Simmons being Tenzin, like, in the live-action adaptation. Like, it's not yeah. that far removed. Like, that that's just a thing with him. Yeah. You're not wrong, though. You're not.
1: Yeah. It's it's a little bit of a mind trip, but perhaps I will have to get the comics and then it will be less difficult for me to not expect our friendly neighborhood Spider-Man to show
0: up in the middle. I mean, the funny thing is, is that Invincible is sort of like this loving parody and also like rampant deconstruction of the superhero genre. So there is a Spider-Man analog type character oh, no. that does show up. Oh um, no! And there, there, there's a whole bunch of like analog characters <laughs> that like make appearances throughout the series, and uh, yeah. So just okay. just as a full warning of that. Okay, <laughs> okay.
1: I'm going to say then that it was a choice that was made on purpose, and is kind <laughs> of genius. Um, okay, but yeah, lots of animation news, probably stuff that we didn't even get to. It, you know, oh, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it.
0: All right, so we talked about animation. Well, Mm -hmm. what do you have as the offering to the masses on this busiest of news weeks on a random February this year?
1: (laughs) So, we know I'm the history person. We have five, technically six. It's five people, but six things coming out about historical figures. I'm going to put an asterisk on that for the last entry into this list, but we'll talk about it when we get there. So first up, singer-songwriter Anita Baker will be played by Tamron Hall in the upcoming Lifetime biopic, giving you the best that I got, the Anita Baker story singer-dancer-actress possible U.S. spy Josephine Baker not related that I know of Her Life will be memorialized in an ABC limited series which is going to be produced by LeBron James's Spring Hill Company and that role has the, the cast for that role has been announced and it will be played by Ruth Negga more Black Girl Magic. Shirley Chisholm, who is the first Black woman U.S. congressperson, is getting her own movie, which is written and directed by John Ridley, produced by Regina and Reina King's Royal Ties production, with Regina King playing Shirley. Just There's a lot of amazing, amazing Black Girl Magic going on there in just those first three. I'm super excited. Uh, we've had some things about some of them before um so Josephine Baker has gotten quite a few documentary type things throughout the years and Shirley Chisholm has gotten gotten quite a few as well not necessarily just about Shirley um but with the kind of like rise of documentaries about feminism <coughs> white feminism Uh, There has often been at least a role for Shirley Chisholm in these things because Shirley Chisholm was a huge part of the feminist movement. So I'm super excited to see her getting her own movie. And I think that Regina King is a great cast for that. Moving on to Black Men. Biggie Smalls. And Biggie Smalls gets two entries on this list because of course he does. Right? Right? So there's going to be a more traditional documentary coming out from Netflix using kind of like extant film and and uh, recordings and uh, interviews with friends and family and things like that. But then also, I don't even know how to feel about this because I'm not quite sure I I understand what's happening, but... Showtime has greenlit a comedy from Jermaine Fowler and Moshe Kosher, but it's a comedy specifically about the mystery surrounding Biggie Smalls' murder, which I... Mm,
0: I have questions. Right?
1: If they pull it off, it could be amazing, Um, And I have to admit that I don't know much about Biggie Smalls as a person. Um, Obviously, I know Biggie Smalls' music, but I don't know much about him as a person. So I'm not sure if this would, like, highly offend him or if he'd be like, Yeah, that's great. Uh, This is wonderful. Uh, So we'll see. But I I did find it fitting that he had two entries in the same week. I thought that that was great. Um, and for the last entry onto this list, this is the asterisk <laughs> entry. I
0: so was, I, I had questions about this one as well. I remember <laughs> the trailer for this one.
1: Okay, so Abla Fajita is... I mean, she's a Muppet, kind of. She is, in fact, a puppet. She is an Egyptian satirical puppet, and she has been around since 2010 and she does sketch, like, political satire, so, so kind of like SNL during election years, but Jim Henson style, (laughs) which is, it's a lot, it's a lot, but, you know, political satire in Egypt is not always a thing. And so this this persona, Abla Fajita, does this a lot. And there's tons of backlash. There's tons of people who are super for it because it's so over the top and so kind of hyperbolic that it's it can be acceptable. But at the same time, a lot of people are like, this is treasonous. But, like, you can't kill a puppet so like what are you like what are you going to do right so it's very controversial kind of in Egypt but overwhelmingly kind of loved and so Netflix is giving her her own series called Drama Queen which i'm assuming will be kind of a mix of like this this sentence a documentary on the life of the puppet
0: but also a sentence
1: But also interspersed with some of that kind of sketch satirical comedy. Um it seems like it's going to be in Arabic. The the trailer was in Arabic, the the uh subtitles were they got the gist of it. Um <laughs> you know, whoever was doing the captions Maybe not fluent in Arabic, but that's fine. Got the gist of it. It was mildly funny in the subtitles. It's much funnier in the original Arabic. But I was excited. I'm always excited for media from across the world. So I was excited about this. So yeah, that's my like history list.
0: Thank you thank you so much for contextualizing this <laughs> puppet because I was very confused when I saw the trailer. For sure, To yeah. the point where sort of like, was sort of like, I'm going to put this into our, our, our listings <laughs> and see if somebody picks up on it because I don't know what to do with this. So I'm glad you had the the historical context for, for everything I just learned today about this puppet. Yeah. Um, you can't puppets. kill a puppet. You can't kill that's a like, puppet. That's some beef for Vendetta talk right there. Sort of like, <laughs> you can't kill a puppet. Um Regina King's having a really good year.
1: Yeah, right?
0: Like, she opened up with, like, One Night in Miami, uh, mm-hmm. like, earlier this month, last month, mm-hmm. sometime this year. Time is fake. Yeah. Um, still. And, yeah, I'm really excited to see her as, uh, Shirley Chisholm. Uh, I watched Miss America, which was <sighs> one of those, uh, series that you, you alluded to, which sort of, like, <sighs> kind of featured her, but not, not really featured her, um, do I regret watching Miss America? Kind of, yeah. Um, but it, it was it was well acted. Yeah, that's,
1: that's I do think Uzo Adaibe, Adaibe, I never can say this name right. Uzo Adive, who played Shirley in that in Miss America, got maybe didn't win the Emmy, but definitely got an Emmy
0: nomination. She was fantastic. I'm not I'm not the biggest history buff, so I can't really <laughs> comment on these as much. But like, these are all exciting, and I'm excited that you're excited about these things because that that's what this podcast is about. So Friends. we're sharing things that get us excited, and th- these are all really cool projects. I'm still I'm still putting asterisks and question marks <laughs> by this uh, murder yes. show time of Biggie Smalls. Um, I just I don't know what that looks like yet.
1: Right. Murder okay, mystery. No
0: conceptualization.
1: Con- yeah, I don't... Mm. It'll be a thing. It will happen. How quickly does it go to Quibi?
0: <laughs> well, I blame you for bringing it to us, but I blame me for being angry at Keith so much to keep bringing it up. Alright, All right, on that note, let, let's take a break. Let, let, let's look at how much more news we still have to cover, and then we'll be right back.
1: Okay, so folks, we are back, and again, in case we hadn't made it clear, there is so much news this week. So, we are going to do an extended lightning round, for our actual lightning round, that is going to involve some things that I still had on my list, and some things that Mikkel still had on his list. And then we're gonna take a deep breath and see y'all next week. So, in this extended lightning round, we will go over some of the things that are important but we couldn't get to this week completely. I will start with Lupita Nuongo's Solway, which is her children's book that she put out not too long ago, has gotten greenlit for a Netflix animated series that is also a musical which sounds amazing. Uh, It is about a little girl who is born as dark as midnight and comes to love herself inside and out. So that will be great. Uh, Donald Glover signed a multi-year deal with Amazon. So more amazing things to be on Amazon that you'll never be able to find because, you know, Amazon. Uh, Twist here. Malia Obama might be joining the writing team. I did not know that was a thing that she was into, but I'm glad that she is getting work, I guess. So those could be amazing things. Again, we'll never be able to find them. So moving on. Bad Robot is expanding its TV offerings and has put together an incredible lineup of co-vice presidents of television. So we have Alex Phillips, Jamila Kerr, and Kira Innes, all who have amazing IMDb profiles, and so I'm super excited about the types of productions that will be coming out of Bad Robot shortly. And then, just for my own gothic nostalgia, Tim Burton is making his TV directorial debut With none other than Wednesday Addams, and I am so excited about it. So there will be a live-action mystery series on Netflix called Wednesday that chronicles Wednesday's journey through the Nevermore Academy as a child, and I'm super excited. Um, I don't know who they're going to get who can even touch Christina Ricci, but we shall see more news forthcoming. All right, that's my lightning. Michael,
0: go. Okay, so we're going to we're going to end the episode with just the round down of all of the gaming news that happened this week, but not even all of the gaming news because nope. there was so much news. <laughs> so, uh the highlights for me personally, Nintendo had their irregularly scheduled massive information drop. They're padded in nintendo direct which uh has so many announcements that it would be impossible to cover efficiency efficiently even if we have the whole episode but to attempt to try to do this in like 30 seconds new smash brothers fighter skyward sword remaster and joy-con splatoon free Mario golf fall guys and so so much more Whew, okay well that out of the way uh, Bungie, the main company behind my biggest gaming addiction ever, is making even more moves Go starting off 2021. They're expanding their main quarters from 84,000 feet to 208,000 feet uh, in the Bellevue office. They're adding an international office in Amsterdam, branching out over there. Uh, they brought in a Viacom CBS rep to their board of directors and are making moves to bring Destiny 2 content, not only to all of the Guardians still playing the game, but to even more people with the nebulous mention of other media. As they are also preparing to introduce new IPs out into the world, they are truly living their best lives post Activision, and I'm excited for them. And also, I would like to say that Lance Reddick should be playing Zabala in all forms of Destiny content across the universe, give Lance Reddick all of the workplace. Um, and speaking of Activision, a uh, BlizzCon is currently happening, and the internet is a rumble with uh, news of Diablo 4, Overwatch 2, and the next World of Warcraft expansion, so Activision still does some good things for the gamers, I guess. If you'd like to hear our thoughts on these topics or anything else in Nerd News, feel free to tweet us at Black nerd Problems with the hashtag TWINN. That was this week in Nerd News. Tune in next week for more pop culture. I'm your host, Nicole Snyder.
1: And I'm your host, Victoria Vertine.
0: If you'd like to hear us scramble to cover everything that happened in one week of time, please remember to like, comment, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll catch you next week.